We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. The MPW Digital Podcast Network proudly presents McCrady and Siski, powered by Rain Total Body Fuel. Join longtime SEC beat writer Neil McCrady and former South Alabama assistant, Alabama staffer, and Ole Miss recruiting coordinator Tyler Siski for an hour of football and fun. Listen and enjoy as they talk ball, the national landscape, and much, much more. Now, here's your host in the Clark Ford Studios, Neil McCrady. Welcome into another edition of McCrady and Siski, powered by Rain Total Body Fuel. I'm Neil McCready. That is Tyler Siski here for episode 120, 120 on this Monday afternoon. Hope everybody had a great weekend. It's October the 16th. Quick uh, note before we uh, dive into the show, this will be two shows this week. One is uh, You're today. To One is right now. The other is we'll tape on Wednesday. Jeff Collins will join us on Wednesday. He normally joins us on Monday, but we'll get Jeff on Wednesday. Uh, Kane Womack normally joins us on Thursday, but they play on Tuesday. They play Tuesday this week. So we, I think he's going recruiting after that. He's going recruiting on Wednesday, so we won't have uh, we won't have Kane. We'll get Kane on again soon. And uh, got some other stuff coming your way. Working on a couple of uh, couple of new guests and things of that nature that uh, hopefully we'll bring to you here pretty soon at McCready and Siski. Hey, before you crank into this read, I'm rocking with the rainstorm harvest grape today, mm-hmm. dude. Frozen. Put it in the freezer for about an hour yeah. right before it came. <laughs> and it thaws out like to the perfect. So what time are we at? Where so about thirty took it out of the freezer about thirty minutes ago. Dude, it's this got is, slushy. This is the bomb. That's the harvest grape rainstorm. Speaking of rain, we're brought to you by Rain Total Body Fuel, three hundred milligrams of natural caffeine, BCAAs, electrolytes, zero sugar. It's got what you need to push the limits and achieve your goals. Check them out on Instagram at Rain Body Fuel to learn more. The Cooper Chevrolet chat is already bumping today, Neil. And make sure you guys check out East Alabama's largest selection of new Chevy Buick and quality pre-owned today at Cooper Chevrolet Buick in Anniston or shop online at cooperchevrolet.com. All right, Neil. You yep. ready to get this bad boy cranked up? Yep. So uh, a little different format this week because we don't have the normal allotment of shows. We're going to go over our, uh, our our picks from Thursday, our Make It Rain make Thursday. It rain! picks and then uh we'll get into some other stories and such as well we'll touch on some nfl then we'll dive into uh, a, a brief preview of 
some of the games coming up uh, this weekend, especially some of the ones that people are most interested in. Yeah, it's kind of like a kind of like a half Monday, half Tuesday show today. So, trying to knock it out. Let me let me load up with the old nicotine. Get this bad boy started. All right. All right, Neil. We entered week seven of our picks, which is the halfway point in our season. And Neil, you have opened up the big lead. You you have officially opened up the big lead. One because you went three and three. Yep. On your college picks with hitting your money line, big underdog. You hit a plus two fifty money line. You I'm pretty hit. proud of my money line uh, thoughts on Thursday. I was down to four games and three, three of them hit. Three of them hit. Yeah, and this wasn't even the longest odd one, I think. No, the one that I kind of wanted to go with was the bigger number, and it hit. It hit big. Yeah, Arizona-Washington State. Arizona just beat the hell out of Washington State. I don't know why I sort of had this thought in my mind that that was what was going to happen. I I was convinced Florida would win, and they did. And I just thought this was a trap spot on Louisville's schedule. Well, it was. And Pitt's not bad. That's the other part, too. Pitt's pretty good. They played a tough schedule, and they've been tight. They've had some injuries. Uh, but they're 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 a very solid team. They've kind of figured out their quarterback deal a little they bit have. too. They have. He played well for them. Yeah, yeah. When he plays well, they play well. I had an interesting college good on defense. viewing Saturday because I said this on the Oxford Exxon podcast, but we don't exactly have the exact same listeners on both. Um, I was at Carson's soccer tournament. He had a game at ten thirty, and then he had a game at four thirty. So you got to yeah. So played from ten thirty till a little afternoon. And I was trying to kind of keep up with games. So this first game was a one-to-one tie. So I was pretty into his game. I really didn't pay any attention to anything until his game was over. And we ran a couple errands, and I was keeping up with, uh, I guess, the Alabama game. There was another game at 11 o'clock that I was watching, too. But my Alabama? Pro- yeah, Alabama. And then there was another game. It was a Big Ten game, I think. I don't remember. I was trying to keep up with a couple of games. No, it was Georgia Vanderbilt. I was watching yep. that because Bowers got hurt. And I knew that was – potentially a big story uh, for the league and for the country kind of moving forward. And so I was kind of keeping up with those two games and my ability to watch games on Fubo was coming in and out because of Wi-Fi stuff. Yep. And so I would see parts of a game and then like the um, Alabama game was 21 six. And I was like, okay, well that's, that game's over. And then we went and run a couple of errands and you look up and it's 24, 21. You're like, wow, that happened. So you flipped it, whatever. And so I knew about Bowers getting hurt. And then his 4.30 game, they won like 12 to nothing. <laughs> and so once his game got to about 5 to nothing, I sort of quit watching. I was <laughs> Tuned like, out a little just, bit. It was so cold. And I was like, don't get hurt. Whatever you do, don't get hurt. And I started watching other games. And so I watched a lot of Iowa, Wisconsin, the game that you and I talked about going to. And I watched a lot of Texas A&M, Tennessee. If I saw one game – that was the game that I saw the most of. Yeah. And I saw game. I saw a little bit of Florida, South Carolina. And then we got home probably about seven thirty. And so I did the four screen thing. I had Pitt and uh Louisville, Auburn LSU, um, Notre Dame USC, and then Kentucky, I, Missouri. No, I I was I was I There was, was a good slate. I was trying to will Air Force to cover <laughs> and, and I couldn't quite get them there. They were they were being a little gentlemanly. Yeah. Anyway, that was my day. So I, I I saw, ended up seeing a lot more than I thought I would see going into the day, but I didn't see like one complete game. Yep. All right, Neil, well, you opened up a can. Um, I still have one game tonight. 
I still have the Chargers plus two tonight. I need that to finish five and six in the week. Uh, we'll talk about the the overall. But at the end of the day, Neil, you went three and three in college, four and one in the NFL, which two consecutive seven and four weeks for you with hitting your money line this week that's going to put you up four and a half units for the week. I have no – the best I can do is lose a unit. Um, if I lose tonight, we're in big trouble. But – it's going to be a double-digit lead for you going into this next week. So I got to figure my shit out quick um, and hope you start uh, – I, I got to start playing some game theory, I think, here for too long. I'm you need Lane in, Kiffin to get involved in a coaching job. Yeah, I need Lane to start uh, flirting with some coach. I need him to win a couple more games, get start flirting. I need some big jobs to start that struggling was, a little bit. That need, was my killer last year. I had, a, If I recall correctly, I had a pretty big lead at one point last year. and then We, we had, had one big week where I went like 9-2 and two and you went like 2-9. and nine. Yeah, and it flipped it like 14 units. It was bad. All right, Neil. Here we go. Let's get into it. You had started off on Thursday night. You and I both did. We both took West Virginia minus three. And we went from the <laughs> – we went – we got double – we got DP'd, double backdoor McCready. Yeah. We scored with seven seconds to go to cover. Yeah, I was, I was like, hey, we got it. Got yeah. it. Yeah, got yeah, it. Thro- throws the seam. My man cuts it across with seven seconds left. Emma quarterback for West Virginia, yep. who's a really good player, uh, decided to celebrate a little bit too much. Got he, a 15-yard penalty. He had clearly been hearing it all night, and he decided in that moment, you know what, enough. I'm going to let it all out right yep. here. And he let it out about 12 seconds too soon. About, about seven seconds too early. Yep. And uh, got a 15-yard penalty. They had to kick off from the 20. Houston – Throw it around to get to midfield and chunked one up, and we got Hail Mary walked off on. Like, hell of a game. Dana probably put the Boo Birds up for a little bit, at least for one week, because uh, they haven't had the greatest season. That was, that was a very tough game. We took West Virginia, um, and I have really good friends on both staffs. Uh, Doug Belt, the defense coordinator at Houston, is a good friend of mine, and then <laughs> both defense coordinators. And then Jordan Leslie, the defense coordinator at uh, West Virginia, him and I played together. That's on Neil Brown's staff. We played together at Troy. Good, good people. Um, so you know, it's one of those games that you you you're excited for one and hurt for the other one. But what a hell of a way to start off the week. That was that was probably a good sign for uh, things to come that week. All right. We also you had James Madison minus six, and I had the. Georgia Southern money line in the same game. This and was a good game for me. That was a great game for I you because this game was over with pretty the quick. Yeah, the Dukes were rolling. Uh, Dukes did not check up. Look, man, James Madison, they're not going to be eligible for postseason play, and it's a shame. No, they're, they they're arguably, really good. They're really good. I couldn't believe you went with Georgia Southern the way that you did. Georgia you, Southern's been – I mean, they're good. Yeah. <laughs> they're good. I mean, it's not – it wasn't really – No, it's, it's not a knock on them. It's I just James really, Madison's just legit. I felt really good about that one going in, and then that that subsided with about seven minutes to go in the first quarter. I yeah. mean, just Georgia Southern couldn't. They would get something. They got in the red zone, couldn't finish drives. They went forward on fourth down, didn't work. And James Madison just methodically beat the piss out of them. Um, James Madison, low key. I mean, who's better than them in the group of five level right now? Who would you say? Um, I mean, I think they're better than Air Force. I mean, Air Force, Tulane are the schools that you immediately think of. Um, I think they're better than Tulane. I do too. I, th- I think they're probably right now the best group of five school. And they may not, and they're probably well, not may not. They're not going to be eligible to be that team. So, but man, they got a they got a a squad that was impressive. All right, Neil, 
your first, your second loss, excuse me, you took Maryland. This one shocked me. You had Maryland minus 14, and they lose yeah. to the to the fight in Illini, 27-24. Could not get it going. Not at any point. Could not get it going. I mean, they, Illinois played one of their better games. They played great. Well, we'd um, say great, but they played. For them. They, they showed. They answered the bell. Yeah. Maryland. They Maryland, had a chance to quit. Maryland slept through the alarm clock. They did. They struggled with that one. They had a lot of – they had anything that could go wrong for Maryland went wrong. Um, they lose 27-24 to 24 against Illinois. Then the game that you were trying to will yourself through, the Air Force. Air Force Falcons. I thought for a minute they were going to pull it off. They They tried. They they were they, we were rolling late. They, Air Force a little bit sleepy too. Like they must have put them through like some extensive drills this week because they they were a little slow getting rolling. And then once they kind of got rolling, they're off to the races. But it was a little late for covering. And then they were did the gentlemanly thing. I was like, just break the run. And at one point, <laughs> they, that, on, at the end, did you see him yes, almost break it? He did. Oh, I was like, come on, go, go. And then he stumbled. Yeah, that's where you got me. You got me watching. Meaningless Mac, uh, Mountain West games in the in in the evening slate. Thank you for that. Appreciate the hell out of that. I had that all in my quad boxes. Thank you. Um, but uh, Wyoming covers thirty four twenty seven. Need one more score, and then you also had me up late watching my boys. Your boys had it all the way. San Diego State Aztecs going out to Hawaii. Hawaii, oh my gosh, you talking about two just bad Oh, you actually teams. watched it? I stayed up and watched oh, the whole thing. good God. I stayed up and watched the whole thing. <laughs> I was long gone by I the was, time that game got I was wired. I was wired Saturday night. I've told you, I've gotten this thing, uh, and again, I, I'm not making this show very political, not uh, me political at all. I'm really into this Israel-Hamas uh, war you thing. Are, you've been watching YouTube streams and such. Uh, there's a, there is a YouTube stream, a guy, uh, it's called Agenda Free TV. And this guy started his own news network. This guy streams for like 12 hours straight. And he purchases feeds from like live camera. And I've been fascinated by this stuff like since I was a little kid. Like I, I was like, I want to say I was like 13 years old when the we invaded Iraq and started bombing Iraq. And I remember CNN and, and Bernard Shaw and all those guys like being locked in and seeing all the fire and all that sure. stuff. Like that has mesmerized me for all these years. And so I, I look. I literally had that on a TV, and so I'm up watching it. And this guy streams, and then at 10:30 at night is when it gets daylight in uh, Gaza and Israel. It's when the sun rises, at like 10:30 our time. Right. And so once it, now you can start seeing the damage. So it's like you wait up to see the damage of all the explosions you see at night. So anyway, so I was up watching both of those. But yeah, that Hawaii turned the ball over four times, um, and should have won the game, but they didn't. Aztecs had it all the way. Golly, Thanks to my guys, San, they, San Diego State. I bet their games four times this year. I'm four zero. They block a punt. They had like a hundred yards of offense at halftime. They blocked a punt, pick six. Like that's, that's how we roll. It's what they did. It's they what, it's they what, covered. It's, it's all what, counts. It's what we do. They covered. I don't know how, but they covered <laughs> by one point. All right, and then the game that you hit that set that separated you uh, apart. You take the Pitt Panthers, the quick you client. Yeah. Pitt Panthers. Yeah. And they beat Louisville and dominate them. Didn't beat them. Domin- beat them 38-21. Dominated the last 22 minutes or so. They had a big They had a big pick six that turned the game and then got another turnover late and then just sort of took care of business from there. They they really played well. Louisville did not play a bad football game. Pitt just kind of outplayed them. 
It was one of those deals also for Louisville that they go from playing the super emotional Notre Dame game in front of a packed house and game day and all the stuff, right, to play in a game in Pittsburgh in this empty NFL stadium. It's just you have to create your own juice, and yeah, they didn't have a lot of it, and and Pitt did. Pitt played really well, and and won. It, it's, it's. I think Jeffrey Wright says this all the time, and I think he's right. More and more, college football is similar to the NFL in terms of what happened last week. Really, doesn't necessarily mean a whole lot heading into this week. <laughs> I would concur with my the way my college season is going. I will concur. All right, Neil, I'm going to flip over to my college slate here. Um, I lost the West Virginia game. And then I took the Kentucky Big Blue Nation Wildcats for the second week in a row because they did me bad last week. And I was like, you know what? They're not going to do me bad two weeks in a row. Boy, was I wrong. They did. That team's got some issues now. They host Missouri. They get beat 38-21. Obviously watched this game. This was one of the weirdest games I have watched all season. For the first, I don't. I, I'd have to look back and see when it actually happened. Kentucky is completely dominating this game. It is fourteen to nothing. They're getting the ball back. They haven't even been slowed down on offense. They're mutilating them on defense. And then Missouri fakes a punt, and they didn't just fake a punt in the traditional way. They did the old quarterback throw the ball up. So the idea is you throw like a like a three ball, like a really high ball. And the gunner thinks it's a punt, so he gets out of the way, and you cast kind of the thought behind it. Nope, the Kentucky defender was not fooled. But my man throws a freaking dime. The punter throws a dime right over the guy's head. Boom, hits him in stride, touchdown. Once that moment occurred, when that moment occurred, it was like two ships passing in the night, man. It was like, whoo and now Missouri completely dominated the game from then on out. Yeah. At that point, they scored. They basically outscored them thirty-eight to seven from then on out, and they were. It was over. Like I'm talking about, the game was. I thought this was going to be a Kentucky Florida game for the first half of the game. Kentucky dominated that way, and then that play happened, and it was just like, okay, we're here to play, and you're not. And it was just like, it was the wildest thing of momentum swing in a game I've seen in a long time. But uh, Kentucky gets blown out there. I said it, I said it a couple weeks ago. Eli Drinkwitz is doing a hell of a job at, at Mizzou. They're good on offense. I mean, they're legitimately good on offense. They have weapons and they're they're balanced, and um, defensively they're they're solid. And he's figured out NIL there. It's uh, it's another part of the changing landscape of college football. It really is. It's part of the changing landscape of college football. You see it at Ole Miss. Um, you you see it at Missouri. Places that can figure out NIL. That's it. If you can figure out NIL. Now, there's certain programs, Alabama, Ohio State, Michigan, uh, probably Texas, probably SC. There's a handful of programs that because of all their resources combined with NFL and NIL, they're always going to be they're, – they're always going to have a certain advantage over other programs, period. But the gap between that second level and the third level is shrinking fast. Yeah. Really fast. And it's going to be an interesting thing to watch at some of the programs that haven't quite figured out NIL or haven't completely embraced NIL. 
That's the better word. There's a handful of programs that have figured it out, but they haven't embraced it. They spend a little bit of time. You know this. You deal with these people. They spend a little bit of time going, you know what? This thing's going to correct itself. This thing is going to correct itself. It's going to get corrected. It's going to get regulated. It's going to be, they're going to put a cap on it. We're going to get this thing under control. Everything's going to level back out. Some of those people are now going, I'm not so sure that that's going to happen. And you know what? Until it does, F it. We have to embrace this. And Missouri is one of those places. Well, they got the gut. They got the government going too. They got. They the, have the. the they, they got the pay. laws passed. But, but that's in not favor. And but that hasn't helped them yet on the field. That's helped them in recruiting, but it hasn't helped them with guys that are on the field yet. Right? No, they've. <clears throat> he's done a really good job there on getting guys he's to come the right there guys. and play. He has. He's paid the right guys. They've been successful with the portal. Um, they've done a really good job, and they're on their way to winning nine, maybe ten games. You know, it's kudos to him. I mean, right now today, if you were to say, hey, midpoint of the season, who's SEC coach of the year? There's only two guys I'd think about. It's Lane Kiffin and Eli Drinkwitz. Those would be the two guys that I'd think about. Those are the two guys that have overachieved, and those two programs have one thing in common. Yep. They they are perennial sort of thought of as like tier three programs that have figured out NIL, and they've played their way to a much higher tier. I no doubt. And they got a, I think they got an easy one this weekend we'll talk about later. Yeah. All right. <clears throat> Oh, they look. Missouri. Missouri's got a chance. I'm just telling you, they have a chance. They blew that LSU game. They might have learned something from it. Missouri's one to keep an eye on. They've got a chance. There's not a game left on their schedule, including the one at Georgia, that is just simply not winnable. They yeah. have to, a lot of things would have to go their way. I'm but, looking forward to you picking Missouri money line that week. I won't do that. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. I don't think. I, I, look, look, Georgia. If they don't have Bowers, they're still good. Dude. They're good, but they're not. They're not what they were a year ago. Delp's not like it's. I mean, the guys they got behind him is not like they're. They're, they're not they're terrible. What, they're not what they were a year ago. No, 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 no. I agree with that. But, but until they lose, I'm. I'm just till they lose. All right, Texas A and M goes on the road. Really good football game. Um. Goes on the road. They lose. I lost this game. I had them plus three. They lose 20 to 13. They gave me every chance in America to cover. They just didn't want to. Appreciate the hell out of that one. Um, I actually probably got this right on the how Texas A&M would be able to control Tennessee's offense. Joe Milton's not the guy. He can't make open throws. Nope. Um, I will say this. Tennessee ran the ball, but more effective than I thought they would. But they still, if you're giving me 20 points, if you said, hey, Tyler, here's the deal. Texas A&M is underdog by three points. I, I'm going to come down and tell you, Tennessee's only scoring 20 points. I'm, I'm taking Texas A&M. Yeah, Josh Heupel would have too because he, he had not, at Tennessee, they had not won a game where they scored less than 20 points. Yeah, so I'm, I'm, I think Texas a and I would have taken that. You know, the, good football game. Tennessee played really well on defense. Texas A&M issues on offense – like they they got guys open and things like that. They are just struggling up front right now. They they got exposed bad, bad, bad against Alabama up front late in the second half. That kind of continued in the game when they had problems it was because of pressure on the quarterback. So they struggled up front. They did not cover twenty to thirteen. They lose. Um, you and I were talking about before the show. You know he he's got he's got a Tyler. He's got problems. He's got problems. He's got to win one of. The, I think he's gonna have to. Look, I, I'm on I'm on the fence that I know you think seven and five puts him in danger. 
I just, I, I'll, I'll be clear. I don't think he survives seven and five. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I know you think that puts him yeah, in danger. I, I think it puts him beyond danger. I think it puts him in peril. I think eight and four is iffy for him. I really do. I think they I, win one of the two. It puts him at eight and four. And if they go eight and, and four. That's assuming they win the others. Yeah. Um, Let him lose to South Carolina next now, week, and now it's, you're night, it's night night. I, I just don't. South Carolina's bad, dude. Um, here's here's their problem. We, we talked about this this morning, so I won't be overly repetitive. Okay. At the end of this season, in a scenario where they go seven and five, their biggest win will either be Auburn, Arkansas, or South Carolina. That's it. And none of those teams appear to be going anywhere. So if that's your biggest win, your biggest win would be a home win over Auburn, a home win over South Carolina, or a, quote, neutral site, end quote, win over Arkansas. If that's your biggest accomplishment, it's not good. No, I I don't disagree with and, anything. And, and, and people, think, people say, hey, the $60 million buyout is going to save him. That's and where I'm at. This is a program that is not that far removed from raising $400 million in a matter of weeks for a stadium and stuff. This is... I think he's in trouble. I'm just telling you. I really do. I think he's in trouble. And if you told me that they start quietly sort of looking around and figuring out whether Lanning or DeBoer or someone like that would answer the call, if you told me they start asking around and seeing if Mike Elko would fire people up, if that would get it done, they brought in Bobby Petrino to renovate the offense. The offense was pedestrian the other day. They, they got Durkin, and early in the season, people were criticizing Durkin. Defense played fine the other day against yeah, Tennessee. It was fine. They were number ranked defense in the league. Their problem is that when you watch them play, the two things that strike you are, oh, they really look like a talented team. And the second thing that strikes you is, they're just not very good. They just don't do anything. They, they don't wow you in any facet of the game. And maybe that's enough for them. But Texas is joining the league. Oklahoma's joining the league. Texas looks if, – if the season if, – if we had a 12-team playoff this year, mm-hmm. Texas and OU would both be in the playoff right now. Agreed. A&M wouldn't. <laughs> Agreed. That's a problem. Yeah. That's going to be a problem. Yeah, I'm not – I don't disagree that it's not a problem. My thing is, is it's $60 million. Okay, now you made – they made the contract. That's their yeah. deal, right? But yeah. $60 million, when you're trying to raise money for everything now, like – Oh, to pay the million. players. If you told me it was, if you told me it was twenty million, we're having a different conversation. But sixty million is a significant amount of money. It is. I mean, that's your that's more than your TV check from SEC. I mean, that's a so, significant so, amount. So of money. here's the dynamics that I don't know the answer to. This is this is what it will be. This is here's going to be the question at all of these places. Pick your school because it basically applies anywhere, with the exception of a handful of places. If we don't make a move, can we continue to raise the money that we're raising in NIL? Fair. And if the answer's uh, no, well, then you have to make a decision. If the answer's yeah, that money's going to keep rolling in, well, then you stick with him for another year. But a year from now, right, here's the problem. The contract's so bad that a year from now, all that you're going to do is take another year and another $10 million that you've already paid him off. So it doesn't re- – the calculus never changes. I see your point. So you have to decide – if we continue on this path, can we continue to fund what we're funding? Or are we going to slip? Because they can't slip right now with Texas and Oklahoma joining what's already a really deep league. No, it's – I mean, it's valid. I, I think they are – I don't know. I think they're good enough on defense. I, I do think they ended up winning some games. 
I do. Um, they're they not. Might. They're not a bad football. Maybe team. he goes nine and three, and they salvage it. Like but, last year, they were not very good. They are de- visibly better this year than they were a year ago yeah. in a watered down in a in a league that's got more parity in it. They should be able to win more games. Um, but like, I guess my point's this: is like, all right, if they beat Tennessee, let's say they score one more touchdown and they beat Tennessee, we're having a different conversation. Well, sure, so I, I see it a little bit. I know it's the scoreboard business yeah, and all that stuff. That's and the calculus, and nails calculus and all that, you had to do it a lot of places, right? I mean, I don't want to throw $60 million away because the guy didn't score one touchdown in a football game, you know, from a business standpoint. Sure. I, I would I – mean, oh, look, if look, it goes – if it falls decisions. off the rails – they're, they're, the, they're hard decisions to make. That would be the – Those are hard decisions to make. Because you, can, you, you and can, I both know the same thing. Yes. Is you pay him $60 million, your check just started. Now you're going – I mean – got to buy out the, the other guy. Because you the new coach – The new, new staff. Well, you got to pay the old staff. It's, it's The new it's, coach it's is going to go, wait a minute, you were paying Jimbo that much? I want X amount of, of dollars. Of course. And when you're late, when you're – when you and that's why even more than the $60 million is who's coming to the door next, okay? All right, you can't go – if you're going to fire Jimbo – and pay him $60 million to leave, you're going to have to hire somebody. I don't know if Elko, Elko doesn't do that. You're, I mean, a Dan right. Lanning may. I mean, right. I, I don't want to piss off anybody, but Lane Kiffin, you know what I'm saying? Like, well, I got to go pay that buyout plus, I mean, what's he, this guy's making nine. I'm going to be paying 12, 13. Now you're, now you're doubled down. And I just don't, I don't sure. think, see it as very and realistic. Not, and not, you haven't necessarily solved anything. Correct. Yeah. What have you solved? Just, I'd be interested to see what happens there. What are we singing? Baby Shark over there? Was that a commercial? It was a commercial. I was trying to, I got a notification from something, so I was trying to look at it and it sent me to a radio commercial. <laughs> Congratulations. Yes. All right, Neil. The game, I did win. I did win this one. <laughs> North Carolina covers and beats Miami 41-31. The game wasn't that close. No, it wasn't. They scored late. Carolina's legit. They're they're a contender that we're not talking about. Nobody's talking about them. Um I really look, they're as good as Drake May is. They're really good efficiently efficiently running the football. I think them doing with Chip Lindsay on offense has kind of helped um defensive, you know, so they're not on the field every single snap. Uh and their schedule's favorable. I mean, they got they got uh they're, I think they get to the ACC championship game. I'll, I'll be interested to see how it works out. But they'll get FSU in that game. Depend, you should yes, because I think they got Clemson left, and they got one more good one. But they should be favored in all their games from here on out. Um, but look, man, big fan. Tez went off, had two tugs. My guy. I didn't check the mail today. I, we should be getting a a, a mail uh, photograph from him, autographed. All right, Neil. Uh, my last college game, I had the Auburn Tigers. Plus 11 at LSU. Thought Where do about, I start? Thought about you. Where do I start with this? So, a couple things. Let's talk about LSU first on defense. Let's talk there. LSU has gotten away, you know, because I was talking about last couple weeks about how much man-free they were running. They lined up and just played, played defense, like zone, good old-fashioned quarters. They played some quarter-quarter halves. They played some just football. They played lined up and played too high football. Uh, helped them with their gap control a little bit. Uh, so that's definitely helped them. They got to a little bit of that against Missouri in the second half. Um, so they've definitely knocked down the amount of man free. But here's where I got a problem. I got two problems with Auburn. All right, I see Grimes in here, so he'll like this. Here's my two problems with Auburn. One is you know going into that game, 
you know going into that game, any coach knows in order for us to win this football game, to win the game, which is the point of when you like line up and play, we have to run the ball effectively. We have to establish a running game. Well, I don't know how close you watched it, but it wasn't in series one. It wasn't in series two. It wasn't until the third possession of the game before Auburn attempted a run play. Now you got a team that hasn't thrown for over a hundred yards in a year and a half. Now, now they did accomplish that. They finally threw for over a hundred yards. I think they threw for like one fifty. Okay, awesome. But you have to establish a running game, and and they didn't even attempt a run until the third damn possession. You're already down. It's over. Like they your, had all your, the momentum. Your guy spent the open date thinking he was going to trick him. He has to be the smartest guy all in the right, room. So that was another thing. I don't think he called play Saturday. So he went from calling plays against Georgia to not calling plays. I'm so confused. Um, it's par for the course with that's him. not once it usually takes it over. It takes it over. I'm I'm very I was confused on that. Um, that's one thing. Two is this is my advice. If I was on his staff, I would I, I would have to go and say, Coach, we got we got to play Robbie. We can't play Peyton Thorne. The guy gives you no chance to win the game. But does he make fewer mistakes? Sure. He may make fewer mistakes. I'll, he will run the offense, but the guy's missing wide ass open. I'm not dudes running. And this has got to be frustrating. Dudes running freaking clean, man, and we can't hit the guy for a freaking free completion for a free touchdown. Can't hit the guy overthrowing. Um, I just Robbie Ashford makes a ton of mistakes, but he's explosive. His ceiling is much higher because when he does do it right, it's pretty damn impressive. Now he doesn't do it right a lot. But when he does do it right, it gives you a chance. Peyton Thorne gives you no chance at quarterback. None. You have no chance of moving the football. And you just played the worst defense in the Southeastern Football Conference and made them look like the 85 Bears. Um, didn't understand that game from the jump. I mean, I was I was lost ball high weeds the whole game. I, my wife was going, what is wrong with you? I was like, I, I don't know. I can't. I mean, it's frustrating, man. On the flip side, another big game from Jaden Daniels. He's a terrific player. Yeah, no, they're legit. Just a terrific player. I don't know. And, and Malik Neighbors, I, you know, nobody can cover the guy. I mean, I no, don't no, care. He's, he's special. He's unbelievable. Yeah, he's really good. Um, but just, I, I've, I've become a big Daniels fan. I think he's just a terrific player. I love everything about the way he carries himself, everything. Tough just, as nails. Just, they, they're, they're fun to watch on offense. And they get when they get rolling, they're, woo, look out. Yeah, I, I just, that blows my mind. And. Yeah, I, I just don't get that one. So we'll talk about that another game here soon. All right, college games that we that we need to talk about real briefly. Uh, Georgia sleep sleepwalks beats Vandy thirty seven to twenty. Big news out of this was Brock Bowers hurts his ankle. It really didn't look that bad, uh, but I guess it's a lot worse than than it looked. Four to six weeks. Um, probably got to decide. I haven't. I think they'll make a decision tomorrow if he's going to have a tightrope surgery or I think, not. I think they are. They've already made the decision. He they are is going to have it. Yeah. So, um, I he'll he'll get back. He's superhuman. He'll be back probably sooner than everybody thinks. But um, I hate that for a good player. They're they're still fine. They got they got Delps a good player. They got plenty of guys. Same old George on that. All right. The other game, uh, shocker. Um, I went on uh, Jocks on. I guess that was Thursday or Friday. I don't remember what day it was. And we were talking about this game, Alabama. Beats Arkansas 24-21. Got a couple things on this one. One, Alabama has yet to play four quarters of football. They played one quarter in this game. Uh, didn't didn't come out hot. Didn't play well in the second half. Second quarter played fine. They've turned into a big shot offense. Don't understand that. But 
the big takeaway from this is really Arkansas. Um, Arkansas, I was joking with Dave this morning, Arkansas may be the best worst team in the country. These guys, I, I look, I, I know I know Arkansas fans are upset and they want to see change and all this stuff. But, dude, they're playing hard for this guy, man. Um, they play hard every week. They've had every chance in America to quit, and they haven't. Um, they competed. They had a chance to win the game. Um, K.J. Jefferson played much better in this game than he played. he's played in probably two. I mean, he looked different. He looked like he was a little bit quicker, more full speed. Um, but they play hard for Sam Pittman. They're a fun team to watch because they compete and play so hard. Sanders, is it 40? Sanders is his last name. Uh, on defense? Yes, 40. It's Jackson. Because he, he got SEC defensive player. Though. What's his last name? Jackson. His last name's Jackson. Before I think so. Well, I'm thinking Sanders. But anyway, he's a, he, he dominated the game. They had to change left tackles like 14 times. Um, he played his ass off. But I, I really I enjoy Arkansas uh, watching them play. Um, and I hate that. I mean, you look at their – if it wasn't – let me ask you a question. As an SEC beat writer, if they don't lose to BYU, do we have a different thought process of of Arkansas right now? Yes, because you got one hundred percent. They lost. They lost very. They got handled in the Texas A&M game, mm-hmm. but they were one a uh, one score away from uh, beating LSU. One score away from, I guess, beat. I can't remember the final score, but they, they lost. The Ole Miss game was. They a lost game. at in Baton Rouge, in Oxford, and now in Tuscaloosa by a combined total of thirty. Team points. Yeah. They're they're playing. So if hard, they man. beat BYU, they would be looking at, hey, beat Mississippi State, right? Beat FIU, that's gonna get you to six, and then either beat Florida or Missouri, and you get seven, and hey, it wasn't the year that you hoped it would be, but you're okay. His big game, his being Pittman is Saturday. It's big. Yeah. It's big. It's big on both sides, I think. Well, they go into an open date after this. No, yeah. Big it's a big game for him. If he wins it, right, he goes, Hey, we 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 got this one. Now you get an open date. Maybe you catch Florida on a on the end of a emotional thing and you get a shot, then you come home and play FIU, you get Missouri at home, right? You can convince yourself that you have a chance. You lose to Mississippi State and all that's out the window. Yep. All right. Uh Florida goes into Columbia and wins forty one thirty nine. Um everybody's hating on Mo Gators. Hating on my man Graham Mertz, and all they do. This was more about what South Carolina did. <laughs> I'm just. It was bad. Just getting you riled up. It was bad. Just getting you this riled was, up. This was, this was a bad night. Hey, Graham Mertz did have a good game. He did. Let me tell you who else had a great game. Dude, Spencer Rattler, man. I feel bad. The kid is unconscious right now. Well, if for South Carolina, if you're, if I'm a South Carolina fan today, I'm like, okay, this is he's playing so good. This is I'm. <laughs> We're losing these games, and I've got a pretty good quarterback. Coach, he is playing. He's play plays out of his mind. I mean, he, he's. I mean, I mean, they they've got issues. They've play, got issues. Well, they got issues everywhere except for the quarterback. Well, position. but that's but that 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 is an issue. <laughs> that's the only. I would rather lose and be like, uh, you know, our quarterback's not very good because that would explain a lot of things. But I'm going to go ahead and say I'm very happy for Billy while they're sitting here at five and two. Before they get this bye week and they got to start playing, they got to go down the gauntlet here at the end of the season. Yeah, but well, big, big Florida. They need to get one more win to break the over under. Who do the they year. have left? Oh my gosh, it's like Georgia, Florida State, uh, Arkansas, L- LSU, LSU, Arkansas, somebody else. Oof. Have fun. Yeah. So, um, but no, they when they can establish a run, Graham Mertz, he actually played very well Saturday. Um, he did. He and I like. Well. Let me tell you what else I like on their offense. They got two. I like Pearsall. I always like watching Pearsall. Uh, play he plays hard 
this freshman they got number three. I can't think of the guy's name. Um, he's he's dynamic. All right, game of the week outside Washington beats Oregon thirty six thirty three. The story of this game will go down. Uh, I know you didn't get a chance to watch much of it. Uh, Dan Lane they went for on like to me the biggest the biggest turning point is right at the end of the half they go for on like fourth and five from like the five instead of kicking the field goal and taking the points end up being a big a big deal. But both of them are really good teams, man. Those are probably the two best teams in the Pac-12 that played. That was a Pac-12 championship game type game at at Washington. Um, I hope this doesn't – that game should not kick Oregon out of the playoff picture, hopefully, because they're, they're really good. I think by for sure one team deserves to come out. I don't know if both of these two teams don't deserve to come out in the playoffs. They're both – that was a really good, well-played football game. Uh, we talked about Arizona just upending, just destroying Washington State. Did not see that coming, nor did Vegas. And then we all knew this was coming. Notre Dame, Notre Dame beats USC forty-eight to twenty. Caleb Williams turned the ball over, um, trying to force too much, you know, trying to do some things. Yep. And so, uh, but really, just got their ass kicked. Yeah, I mean. Kudos to Notre Dame for bouncing back the way that they did. A lot of people thought, ah, you know, they're out of gas and blah, blah, blah. And they played uh, they played quite well. Sam Hartman was was really good. All right. You told me to remind you about some. Yeah, so. Uh... We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Brought to you by Twisted Tea. All of our content here at MPW Digital is brought to you by Twisted Tea. Are you ready to elevate your college football game day experience? Check out Twisted Tea, your go-to game day beverage for college football fans. Twisted Tea is unlike any hard beverage you've had before. It's made with real brewed tea. It packs packs a flavorful punch with 5% alcohol, no carbonation, delivering the perfect balance of taste and refreshment that goes down smooth for every game day occasion. No need to settle for the usual. Twisted Tea turns up any occasion, especially when you're when you're cheering for your favorite team. Whether you're tailgating in the stadium parking lot, watching at a bar, or hosting friends at home, Twisted Tea is there to elevate game day experience. It perfectly complements your love for college football and your passion for creating unforgettable moments. So let's toast to unforgettable game day experiences with Twisted Tea, the drink that fuels fun and celebrates your love for college football. Keep it twisted. Speaking of twisted, 
Welcome into the uh, Clark Ford studio to the one and only Joker. Hello, Scoops. <laughs> Hello, Joker. You know, I thought I was going to go on a little vacation. Had a bye week. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no, indeed. So, Scoops, this past Friday night while you were sleeping. Yes. The Joker was at work in Boulder, Colorado. You made the trip? I made the trip. Oh, good for you. Got bored. Decided, you know what? I'm going to take a trip out to Boulder. Okay. I made it there just in time for halftime. Got there late. Late arriving crowd. <laughs> Got there, and I looked up at the scoreboard, and the Colorado Buffaloes were winning 29 to nothing at halftime. And I said, oh, shit. I'm done. <laughs> Wasted a trip. Yeah. I wasted a trip. Yeah. Long way to Boulder, Colorado from Gotham. Shadur Sanders was selling some stuff at halftime. So here's the deal. I went to Shadur at halftime. I said, hey, hey, man, you're up 29 to nothing. It's a good time to start pubbing some Kentucky Fried Chicken because that's what you and your dad's commercials, y'all like, y'all like to, I literally watched a Deion Sanders and Shador Sanders commercial at halftime about getting, buying chicken. So what did he do? He went out and started selling gear at halftime instead of talking about halftime adjustments and how they could get better. And instead of worrying about being the most sacked quarterback in the foot in the FBS, he's been sacked more than any quarterback in the FBS. Instead of working on protections, he decided to sell some merch. How'd that work out for him? Not so well because the Joker was in full effect. <laughs> Also, the Joker went to the coaching staff and said, hey, look, every time that you go from nickel to regular personnel, make sure you have 12 people in the field. And it worked. Because not once, not twice, not three times, but four times, Neil, four times we had 12 people in the field. Four times. Great. Siri likes what the Joker says, too. Four times we had illegal substitution issues. So we come back, and guess what, Neil? We go to overtime, and you know, you know what Prime does in overtime. <laughs> what does he do in overtime? He doesn't know the rules. He doesn't know the rules. <laughs> he likes his quarterback. He trusts his quarterback. So we're going to take the ball first again. You know how that worked out for him, Neil? Not well. Not well. He actually did score first in overtime, but so did so did Stanford. We mossed on Travis Hunter. Do you know why Travis Hunter got mossed on? I don't. Because this is all about player safety these days. We're all concerned about the kids. So in Boulder, after you lacerate your liver in Boulder and you haven't done anything for three weeks, come on back and let's play you 157 <laughs> snaps because we know he's going to be in shape. That's a, that's a fair point that you make, Joker. 157 is, snaps after having a fair. lacerated liver. That's fair. Did we think he was going to be in shape at altitude? Did we think he was going to be in shape? That's fair. He got destroyed <laughs> by a wide receiver that no one in our stream, all these people in our stream, no one knows his name. You don't even know his name. I don't. He set an NCAA modern-day record on catching the slant route in man-to-man -man coverage. My wife knew that they were running a slant and nobody could stop it. They had one play. Throw the slant. Touchdown. Throw the slant. Touchdown. Couldn't stop it. 
Neil, I can't see through my mask to see my notes, Neil. It's okay. It's probably time for you to head on back to Gotham here soon. Anyway. I just want to let you know that we're on a bye week this week, and it wasn't personal. We blamed everybody. We blamed everybody but the coaching staff. It was all their fault. They don't love it enough. They don't love the game enough. They don't love it enough. They don't love the game enough. You got to love it more. Got to love it more. Yep. So here's what we got to do. Here's how we fix things. We got to sell more merch at halftime. We got to sell more merch. (laughs) We got to like, the next time we go into overtime, which won't be this year, because we're going to get our ass kicked for the next five weeks. But the next time when you play Sacramento State next year and you go into overtime, make sure you take defense first. Scoops, it's been fun. I'll see you probably in two weeks. Out of here. That was uh, the Joker. Again, a reminder that somehow, someway, we're still brought to you by Rain Total Body Fuel, 300 milligrams of natural caffeine, BCAAs, electrolytes, zero sugar. It's got what you need to push the limits and achieve your goals. Check them out on Instagram at Rain Body Fuel to learn more. Yeah, that was bad. 157 snaps. And that's just offense and defense, by the way. He he actually was on the first punt return, so that's not counting special teams. Unbelievable. 157 snaps. But um, apparently he loves it. Yeah, but all kidding aside, this this these people that claim taking the ball first statistically they win more than others. You have to know what to do. Like when Shador Sanders in the second overtime they had to, they get the ball first again because they. Uh, Stanford had the choice because they took the choice on the first one. He doesn't throw. He doesn't throw a pick there if he knows. Hey, I'm, they kicked a field goal or whatever. You got to know what you're fighting against. So they throw the pick. Well, what does Stanford do? They got the ball second. They're able just to just. They were trying to center the ball up for a field goal. Just get a kick. That's what they were trying to do. Well, hell, they got a first down. They probably could have ran the damn quarterback sneak to a touchdown if they wanted to. But. Um, yeah, that was that was bad, man. On a lot of levels, bad. And people think it's going to get better. I'm just telling you, all when you take all these portal guys, they're your guys. So you're going to have the same players next year than you got this year. So it's it's a it's a mess. All right, Neil. Uh, NFL. Let's 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 flip over there. NFL. The uh, you went four and one. I went three and one. We both won the Chiefs. They take care of business barely. With Taylor Swift in the in the crowd Thursday night, they win nineteen to eight and cover the ten and a half line by half a point, big half point. Um, you lose the Bears game. You had the Bears plus two and a half. They lose nineteen thirteen to the Vikings. Big story out of this one. If it is a big story, it's probably the best thing that could happen to the Bears. Justin Fields d- dislocates his right thumb. Yeah, I was watching what I've, happened. I've had that injury before. He he's not going to be throwing anytime soon. No, he was in a ton of pain. Yeah, they're yeah. going. They, I would like to know if they put a. Uh, um, would like to know if they put a pin in or not, but long story short, I think that he's going to uh, that may be the best thing that could happen to the Bears, but they're going to struggle for a while anyway. Uh, our Bengals find a way to win one late 17 13 against the Seahawks, one with defense. Defense played really well, offense looked anemic against Seattle. Defense made some stops, though, a couple of them in the fourth quarter. One at the end of the game, they had yep. fourth and goal. They had you know first and goal, and they stopped them. I was hoping, selfishly hoping they didn't win that one. I was I was willing to give up the, gosh, the Bengals dub for a win, a loss unit for you. Had it all the way. All right, you and I both had the Raiders minus three, and then for the second consecutive Raiders Patriots game in Las Vegas. Yeah, it's crazy. All right, so we win. We covered last year when we were there. 
on the Chandler Jones weird lateral touchdown that covered and won the game for the Raiders. And then the Raiders are up by two. They're favored by three. They're not covering up by two. And Mac Jones takes a safety at the end, <laughs> end of the game, like with whatever, 30 seconds to go. Takes a safety for us to cover. Backdoor McCrady. Uh, got that one done. And then the team that's quietly, people are starting to realize, the team mm. that's really dominating in the National Football League. Did you watch any of this? I did. watch the whole thing. The Detroit Lions. Lose their, run, the lose their running back early and just keep on rolling. They play so hard. Dude. Jared Goff is having a tremendous season. Defensively, they are legitimate. Yeah. He's got some good receivers. He spreads the ball around. St. Brown's a baller. He is a baller. Some they're, fantasy team. They're they're they have their coach's personality. They they're they're one to watch now. Yep. Their only loss was to Seattle at home. Um, but they're I think that's their fourth or fifth in a row. I can't remember, but they they're they're hot right now. All right. Um I hit the Jaguars thirty seven to twenty. At you home um, versus the Colts. Uh, Trevor Lawrence dings his knee up late in the game. Uh, he's day-to-day. They, big Aren't game. they are <laughs> Yes. Uh, big game. Th- I imagine he plays, but big game Thursday they play. Uh, actually, I'll be tuned into. They're traveling to New Orleans to play the Saints on Thursday night oh. football. So that's a good Thursday night game. Don't need a whole lot of offense against them. No. It's going to be good. Uh, all right. I had the Raiders. I mean, excuse me. I had the 49ers minus eight and a half. This game actually got up to nine and a half on Sunday against the Browns. Uh, here's the reality of this game. Debo gets hurt, Christian McCaffrey gets hurt, and Brock Purdy was not playing well. Um, he, he, was off. he was off. He was off. Yep. Timing was there. Throws were not. Accuracy was not. He was behind everybody the whole night long, whole day. And they still had a chance to win. Missed a 41-yard field goal to win the game. Um, they'll be fine. They'll be fine. Oh, yeah, um, they'll be perfectly fine. Just, it's just pisses you off because so dominant. You lose games in the NFL. Yeah. They lost, and they lost that one. And then tonight, Neil, to wrap up, make it rain, I have the Chargers plus two. Again, I like this. I've already bet it. Uh, Chargers plus two against the Cowboys. I think they take care of business, and that's going to set up a um, set up a big game. They play uh, – who do they play? They play somebody – there's a big game this week, this coming week they have on that. Dallas? <sighs> Is that what you're talking about? Who's the Chargers play? Who the Chargers play? I'll find out. Next week, it's a big game. The 49 uh they play the 49ers pretty sure let's see um they've got uh I'm getting there um I think it's 49ers what's the deal oh okay let's see all right next week the Chargers oh Chiefs play, play the Chiefs Chiefs yeah at Chiefs, Kansas City at Kansas City yeah I knew it was I knew it was somebody good. All right, Neil. Uh, I haven't even looked at the NFL slate for the week. You better because we got it coming up pretty quick. Jacksonville at the Saints on Thursday. It's Lions at Ravens. That's a good game. Yeah. Uh, Raiders at Bears. Browns at Colts. Bills at Patriots. Uh, Commanders at Giants. Sunday night game's big. Falcons at Bucks. Steelers at the Rams. Cardinals at the Seahawks. Packers at the Broncos. Chargers at the Chiefs. Dolphins at the Eagles. Yep. Niners at uh, at Vikings. All right, uh, real quick before we get uh, move on preview, and then we're going to get out of here. Um, Jets and Eagles. Jets win twenty to fourteen. Here's my thing: end of the game. Jets are out of timeouts. It's second down. They could have run the clock down, even if they just handed the ball off. Run, they could run it down inside twenty seconds and then punt it, and the Jets would have had gone the length of the field with no timeouts. 
And Jalen Hurts is for, they're throwing the ball, first of all. Second of all, he forces a throw into bracket coverage on Dallas Goddard and gets picked. And they lose the game. I mean, just boneheaded stuff, football IQ at the end of the game. And that's Jalen Hurts. You know, you gotta, I mean, you're a professional quarterback. You gotta know better than that. That was that was terrible game management. And then last night, which I hit personally, I hit I hit the, by the way, I hit the uh I took the Jets plus seven and a half yesterday. I had a really good personal day yesterday to make up for my shitty. I went seven and one yesterday. Um, my only loss being the 49ers. And then I took the Giants plus 15 and a half last night. The Giants actually played, had a chance to win this game. They played great on defense. But the Giants ended the first half at the one-yard line, okay, let the clock run out because they had a pass call and, and Tyrod Taylor checks to a run from the one-yard line with no timeouts. They got no points, and they end the game at the one-yard line mm. and got no points. So the end of the first half, end of the second half, balls in the one-yard line, they got zero points out of both trips. They lose 14-9, to nine, so that one's going to hurt them for a little while. They're not very good, but they actually played. Saquon made a difference last night. He played well. All right, uh, let's do a little bit of preview, and then we're going to get out of here, Neil. All right. All right, preview. We'll just, let's just do SEC since we don't have a lot of time. Uh, besides tomorrow night, Reminding everybody tomorrow night, Jacksonville State is at home. They are getting seven points against Western Kentucky. Um, that's going to be a good matchup. Jack State's good on defense. Western Kentucky is good on offense. Something's got to give in that game. And then this line's really big, uh, larger than I thought it was going to be, but it's big. South Alabama's hosting Southern Miss to the top Eagles. That's why Kane is not with us this week. Uh, and they are 18-point favorites at home. I like I like. That's uh, a lot of points. South Alabama by 18. Yeah, that's a lot of points. It is, but Southern Miss. <clears throat> They're struggling right now. Well, it's predictable. I mean, you can't you can't have an administrator do what he did. No. It just doesn't work like that. It does not. All right, uh, SEC games. Mississippi State at Arkansas. Arkansas is favored by seven. Um, feels like a really big game for both coaching staff. Really big game for Sam Pittman. It's huge for Pittman. Seven points, but I think Vegas is trying to tell you something here. That's what they – Rocket Sanders out again this week, I saw. That knee just – He hasn't been the same all year. On the list of things for them that went wrong, him getting hurt in the season opener, what appears to be a season-ending injury, because it sounds like they're going to save a year of his eligibility and bring yeah. him back. That, that was a big blow for them. Will he come back? Uh, will he go back and play college football? Probably. Does he go back and play college football there? I don't know. Oh, good question. All right, uh, Tennessee at Alabama. You know, there's some people that think K.J. Jefferson's going to play another year. He should. He can just play all. He, he needs to get all the NIL he can get. Some of the, and some of the same people say it won't be there. Interesting. Interesting. Mm-hmm. The Tennessee Vols are traveling to Alabama. Alabama's favored by nine and a half points at home. Um, interesting line for me. I think that's about right. My initial thought, this will not be on my list, but my initial thought is to lay them. I think that's about right. Um, Tennessee has played terrible on the road. Uh, when they play good defenses, they struggle on offense. The question is, is can Alabama play four quarters of football? If they Alabama plays four quarters of football, they cover this easy. But, dude, who knows anymore? Uh, South Carolina is at Mizzou. Mizzou's getting, Mizzou is laying seven and a half. It's already up to seven and a half. Yeah. I imagine this line's going to move more. Um, I love Missouri here. I do, too. I think, they, I think this is a monumental beatdown. I, you got one I program on a high. Too. You got one program on a low. It's on the road. Hey, I didn't know if you know this. Como is a very tough place to play, contrary to what people think. It is. Tough place to play. It is. That place will be rocking. They'll be excited to see They'll them be come super home. excited to see them bounce back. 
the way that uh, the way that they did. I like that. Um, and then there is a uh, another SEC game. I don't know if you're aware of. Ole Miss is traveling to Auburn. I heard about that. I think it's this weekend. Is it, it this is, weekend? It is this this Saturday, six o'clock, ESPN. Look, this is going to be an interesting game from one standpoint, one standpoint only. Um, I'm, I'm going. I'm going to be a truth teller here. Okay, so if people get mad at me, then they get mad at me. If they don't, they don't. I don't care. I think Ole Miss is a better football team. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they're a much more than six point better football team. Auburn has got this weird thing when they play at home, they play better. But if Kip, you Kiffin talked about that today, if you play in the he said the analytics support it. Yeah, and if you play in the parking lot in Birmingham, you play in the in the. Sam's parking lot in Birmingham. I don't even think this is a close game. That would hurt. <laughs> about, as, about the same as playing, playing on turf. Um, I don't even think this is a close game. Um, Auburn made, you know, everybody's well miss on defense. Well, Auburn made LSU's defense look like the 85 Bears Saturday. So I wouldn't be a concern there. It's just they get really weird when they play there. And what's weird is when I coached against Auburn there. Yeah, I, I didn't win, but I didn't feel I didn't feel like as an opponent going in there. I never felt like it was. It's not so much what it does to the opponents, as much as how much harder they play. Does that yeah. make sense? Yeah, sure. It's weird. Like you go into some places and it's like it's very difficult on the opponents. I don't think it's difficult on the opponents. I just think it raises their elevates the home team's game. Um, but it's a weird environment. I mean, I grew up going to games there. It's just I don't know. I don't look at that as an intimidating environment. I, there's you could name a thousand of them that are I mean, more intimidating than that, but um, it's more that they elevate there. I mean, they play Georgia close. It's going to take something like that for this game to be close, in my opinion. Can Auburn win this game? Sure, but it's but it's because it's at home. Can Ole Miss run away with this game? Absolutely. Yeah, and this, so this game will not be on my list. Not on my list. Um, not even close. To I don't my know list. which way to go. For me, it would be if I was playing this game. I wouldn't take Auburn in the points. I would more take – if I'm betting this game and I'm betting Auburn's side, I would take the money line. I wouldn't even take the points because I don't think Auburn covers without winning the game. Um, if I was yeah. betting Ole Miss's side, I would sure take the points. And I and I would – if I was a normal person, I mean, I, I think they're a better team. But this this whole league – we were talking about this morning too in the office with me and my man Dave from Octane Sports. This whole league is playing atrocious on the road and great at home. Mm-hmm. This whole the whole league. Yeah. I mean, if you go back and look at Ole Miss, Ole Miss didn't play great against Tulane. No. And they won a game, but they struggled struggled mightily in Tuscaloosa. Yeah, struggled yeah. in Tuscaloosa. And then vice versa. This don't play well on the road. I guess Arkansas is the only team that's actually played decent, but they don't have anything to show for it. Yeah, they've they've played we talked as we talked about, they've played three close games. They just don't have anything to show for it, right? Yeah. But like yeah. Tennessee's played battle road. Florida's played battle road. I mean, everybody plays battle road. Um, and again, again I, I wouldn't touch this game. It's just, just weird to me. This is too. It's too unpredictable. Um, it's yeah. It's, LSU won a big game on the road at Mizzou. Big win. Okay. Yeah, you're right. Because they were in trouble in that game. Came back and won it. Yeah, it's a big win for them. That one's. Uh, but yeah, this game. If if again, if I was going to bet it, which I'm not even going to touch it, even my own personal money, my bet would probably be on my Auburn money line. If I was going to bet Auburn, and then if I was going to bet Ole Miss, obviously minus points. I think it's they played in a parking lot. I think Ole Miss probably. I think Ole Miss is probably a 14 to 17 points better team than than Auburn is. Okay, in my opinion. 
All right. Um, duh, 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 duh. Army at LSU's. Army at LSU. Just a huge I'm, number. I'm 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 thinking about taking Army in the points. Yeah, I can see that. Sleepy game. Give me give me if they can score ten, they cover. Because LSU's got who next week? They got by then Alabama. Yeah. They're probably just going to try to get into the week. Yeah, they go. Yeah, that's that's a Army's bad, but they're yes. bad. They but got yes. Our Troy Trojans beat them nineteen nothing this past week. Yeah. Um. But if, but if you tell me that LSU was asleep to start and asleep to end it, I'd buy it. Agree. Uh, game I really like. National game of the week. Yeah. Penn State at Ohio State. Yeah. I think Penn State's a better football team. Here's what I think about Penn State, and I've watched them a bunch. It got – everybody did the jokes about it when it happened. They beat Iowa 31 to nothing. Okay. And so everybody did the jokes about Iowa can't score, whatever, whatever. And I'm like, I get it. I get it. But I was really good on defense. Yeah. And Penn State dominated that game. Now, if this game were in Happy Valley, I think I'd pick the Nittany Lions, but it's not. And Ohio State's more physical this year than they were a year ago. This game's got a chance to be. Don't tell Lou Holtz that. Yeah, I know. Blue Holtz. Is, <laughs> I mean, he should run for president. Um, it's an interesting game. It's it's an interesting game. I, I'm with you. I, that number comes out at four and a half, and you know a lot of people just see it and go, Ohio State, all I got to do is like four and a half. It's a, it's a scary spot on their schedule. Yeah, I just – I don't think they've been challenged yet, and I think they're about to. I think Penn State's legit. Um and as soon as I say that, this is a game that Penn State or Ohio State goes and makes a point. Says, "Hey, yeah. remember us?" This is not on my list. It may be on mine, okay. but I'm also terrible in college, so it's probably why you you're over there picking MAC games and Mountain West games and kicking my ass, well, sending I, me straight to the haunted house. I have a formula that I have employed, and you want to share it? Nope. <laughs> but I have I have something I look at, and it lets me identify games, and then I go from there. Well, thanks. <laughs> Appreciate the hell out of that. Um, I have one more I want to talk about real quick. Oh, this will be on my list, so don't be stealing it. Can I can I go ahead and pick one for Wednesday and you not steal it? Sure. I think Duke goes to Florida State and wins. They're, that's gonna be my money line probably on uh, on Thursday night on Wednesday afternoon. Well, I reserve the right to go the other way. Sure, you can go the other way. Okay, but it's probably gonna be my money line. Wow. They're getting 14 points. I think they went out right. Wow. Yep. Okay. All right. I'm going I'm going to take the value wow. I can get it. If you told me to pick that game today, I'd take Florida State, lay the points and I even think about it. Mm-mm. Okay. Nope. Not with the Duke Blue Devils. Is 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 Riley Leonard playing? Oh yeah. Okay. He almost played Saturday. And they didn't need him. And Travis got hurt for Florida State, right? Is yeah, he, but he's fine. He's okay. Yeah, same shoulder. Okay. He just has to go when it when it stops hurting. He's got to go get it shot up. When it starts hurting, he's got to go get it shot up. Okay. He's got AC joint in his left shoulder. So I mean, we all do. His is just inflamed. His is his is hurting. His yes. separated a little bit, but um, that's that. And here, oh wow! And here is to here is to the Chargers. I need the Chargers to get a dub to minimize this damage. If not. <laughs> If not, I may be picking the I may be taking the Army money line against LSU on Saturday. <laughs> this gets much worse. Um, I haven't even looked at like the early money line stuff. I'll have to. I normally do it on 
Thursday morning, so this week I'll have to change my system. And maybe I can maybe I can take advantage of your hectic week and put a dent in the. You got anything else we can schedule you to do this oh, week? I'm, my schedule is so full that finding the and I've got to find the time because the little formula that I use takes some time to go do. Yeah, it's a math thing. You know what's crazy is I don't think I've had worse than a four in one week in the NFL except for one week and I went zero and five. We've both done really outside of week one. We've both done really well in the NFL. I think I've put together. I had you went. A, you went. I went five and zero, oh, four and one, four and one the last three weeks in the NFL. I think I've gone three and two, five and zero, oh, four and one. Like the NFL, I don't know why. I mean, I don't know why. I just it. It is supposed to be the hardest to hit. College to me is killing me right now. Like. It's just so different, man, and and I'm getting and I don't know if it's home like there's, I'm not putting enough. I think what's killing me in college is I'm not putting enough emphasis in the home and away thing, because it used to. I mean, yes, it's always been a deal, but it's it's been a three point deal, and it seems like it's a ten to. I mean, yeah, you still get the ones that that shut it down, but dude, some of this stuff's wild. Yeah, the home and away stuff's wild. I mean, just I don't know. It's 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 I don't know. It is what it is. That's all I got today, Holmes. All right. We will be back on uh, Wednesday with a uh, Make It Rain Wednesday. Make It Rain Wednesday. Of the show. We've been brought to you by Rain Total Body Fuel, 300 milligrams of natural caffeine, BCAAs, electrolytes, zero sugar. It's got what you need to push the limits and achieve your goals. Check them out on Instagram at Rain Body Fuel to learn more. And remind everybody in the Cooper Chevrolet chat to go check out East Alabama's largest selection of new Chevy, Buick, and quality pre-owned today at Cooper Chevrolet Buick in Anniston or shop online at Cooper chevrolet.com until wednesday see you